Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Wednesday, June 28th. Canada's consumer price index slowed to 3.4% year-over-year in May, according to new figures this week from Statistics Canada. But what does that mean for interest rates? The slower pace for the core inflation measure followed a 4.4% rise in April and was the smallest increase for two years, largely due to a 12% decline in energy prices. But do leading economists believe that the stats will be enough to convince the Bank of Canada that they can return to pausing rates for now? Among some of Canada's largest financial institutions, there's no consensus except agreement that inflation remains too high despite the better-than-expected data. TD Economics Managing Director and Senior Economist Leslie Preston believes that there will be another rate hike on July 12th, noting that the BOC was probably expecting core inflation to ease as supply chain issues improve. RBC Economics team are in tune with TD, stating, Absent a large downside surprise from data releases, we continue to expect the bank to hike the overnight rate by another 25 basis points in July before stepping back the sideline for the rest of the year. However, CIBC's Andrew Grantham and Catherine Judge believe Governor Macklem will announce a summer break for rates despite the hotter-than-needed inflation. However, CIBC's Andrew Grantham and Catherine Judge believe Governor Macklem will announce a summer break for rates despite the hotter than acceptable inflation. They say that the tamer core readings of inflation suggest that policymakers may be able to wait a little longer rather than following up June's hike with another move as early as July and therefore continue to expect policymakers to wait until September. BMO is suggesting there will be another rate hike in July and Scotiabank's Derek Holt says the data is key and references strong US data that could signal a hike by the Fed, although he does not believe this will necessarily influence the BOC. Pension funds would be billions of dollars richer if they'd acted earlier on fossil fuel divestment, according to a Canadian study. Ontario's University of Waterloo found that by divesting a decade ago, six major US pension funds would have boosted their return on investment by 13% on average, a total of $21 billion. The researchers looked at the public equity portfolios of the funds that represent around 3.4 million people to discover how exiting energy investments would impact returns. Not only would they have increased ROI, but the funds would also have cut their carbon footprints by the equivalent of the emissions for powering 35 million homes per year, further increasing their ESG credentials. The study looked at how events such as the COVID-19 pandemic and war in Ukraine would have impacted returns, given the latter has fueled energy price hikes. While fossil fuel investments have gained, making divestment less attractive financially, the researchers found that even in times of high performance in the fossil fuel sector, divestment does not reduce financial returns in any significant way. The research was carried out in collaboration with Stand.Earth, a non-partisan charitable organisation based in Canada and the US. Amy Gray, the organization's senior climate finance strategist, says if climate chaos like fires and floods weren't enough, this latest research strengthens the case even further that public pension funds must divest from fossil fuels as part of meeting their fiduciary duties. As the longest-term investors for workers, the last thing pension funds should be doing is gambling with retirement and deferred wages of their members, she added. Ask most Canadians about investing opportunities and they'll probably refer to public markets such as the TSX. But among institutional investors, there's greater likelihood that private investing options will be mentioned, such as private lending, private equity and private real estate. A new survey from Harbourfront Wealth Management reveals that 60% of consumers are unfamiliar with private investments, even though their pension fund and other financial institution may have exposure to these assets. It also shows that wealth managers and FIs may be missing an opportunity to help clients access private private markets. 
The study, conducted by Ipsos, found that a quarter of respondents feel their FI doesn't give them access to all types of investment products, and a similar share don't offer the investment products they want. More than four in ten investors would consider changing FI or advisor to one that offers a broader range of investments. While retail investors have low awareness of private investments, Canada's largest investors know well how these assets can perform. Ontario Teachers Pension Plan Portfolio, as well as the Canada Pension Plan Investment Board and Public Sector Pension, noted increased holdings of private investments in their portfolios in 2022. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters plus. A comprehensive online resource helps Canadians understand all from taxes to dying, unlocking the potential, using the chip reverse mortgage to purchase a second property, and ESG is maturing. But how does that look to asset managers? For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.